You're listening to The Bridge Loud in Chicago on QRock 100.7 FM and online worldwide via thebridgechicago.com. Hey, this is Jed Brewer. Here's tonight's question. People tell me I'm too arrogant, but what else is there? Let's get into it. Two men go to the chapel. Two men go to the church. The first steps up to the microphone to give the speech that he's rehearsed. He clears his throat and begins to brag about how clean he keeps his nose. He's well-behaved and generous. Then comes his crescendo. King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. I'm the best person on this show. <laughs> True, but rude to say it. <laughs> also joining us, producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. I appreciate you just putting it out there. We're here answering a question that came into the bridge loud at gmail.com, where you're welcome to write in. This week's question says, people tell me I'm too arrogant, but what else is there? Well, Glenn, you've started off the show on a <laughs> humble note, so I think you're just the man for me to go. Two with the question, yeah. what else is there? Well, you, you know, yeah, we're, we're kind of joking about uh, arrogance, and it's one of those things where uh, it, can, it can sort of creep into our lives, and it's hard to know where that started. But the reality is, uh, maybe you're like me, but I have an, an usual number of people who are willing to just put their negativity on me. You're awful. Yeah, and you just, you're sort of left with this 
this sense of I need to stick up for myself because if I don't, well, who else is going to? And if I don't, I'm just going to be crushed by their negativity. So I end up kind of counterpunching to whatever their negativity is, which sort of ends up me being arrogant in a way. And that's not a way to live either. So I think uh, part of what we want to look at is how do we get out from underneath that? I think it's a great place to start. And Jed, let, let's actually play out the question that uh, yeah. I stated here. If we're if we're in the mindset that Glenn's describing, which is something we've all been there, yeah. what do we see as that other alternative? That's a great question, man. Well, let's start for sure with what we know to be true, which is the world is cruel. That is true. And that there are people... And particularly on social media, holy cow, there's a lot of people where their one joy in life is just saying awful things. And if they get the chance to say something awful about you, they're going to say it. Whether it's true or not, whether it's grounded in reality or not, that's just that's their pastime. And so it can feel like I have two options. Option one is just agree with the people that want to say awful stuff. I'll just, yes, the trolls are right. And that's a terrible option. Option number two is, you know, puff my chest out and say, I'm amazing and I don't care what anybody says. But you're not amazing at everything and nobody's amazing at everything. So how dare you? (laughs) (laughs) I've never been this insulted my entire life, Jed. I mean, I... I'm not amazing at everything. So Thank it for you. Me. I think it may be possible that some other people, <laughs> maybe not everybody, yeah. But so option one, agree with the trolls. Option two, kind of, you know, again, pump myself up in a way that almost can't be true. And if we feel like those are the only two options, then pumping ourselves up and being arrogant, to use the word in the question, well, yeah, that probably would be the better option if those are the only two options. I think the thing that we really need to look at and the thing that's really important and the thing that's going to hopefully break this open for us is, are those the only two options? Is it about either agreeing with the trolls or pumping ourselves up? Is that it? Or is there a third option that we could pursue that would give us an ability to bypass a lot of that? I think it's a great point. There, there certainly is. We would, we would close this out by saying... It's true in the situation we're looking at here today, and it's true in a lot of the situations we look at on the show. The idea that you are down to only two options is rarely true. Um, It really helps to be able to slow down, take a look at the larger situation that Jeff's talking about there. And there is a better and third option we'll look at when we come back right here on The Virtual Lab. I said my name is Legion. They said he's got a demon. Just look at yourself, everything unclean She 
with you here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King. Once again, I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. I guess I'm just not that great. He, swung, he may have swung too far the other way. This may, be, <laughs> this may be a bit of a downbeat segment. We'll see how it goes. Also joining us, producer of the show, Jed Brewer. I'm the greatest radio show host that's ever been. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of uh, Glenn and Jed switching polarities on yeah. <laughs> uh, self-confidence here on the show today, which is following for answering your question that came to the bridge loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, people tell me I'm too arrogant, but what else is there? And Glenn, we looked at that idea of what else is there in that first segment and the idea of being pulled in that false choice of there's either I'm the person in the world who I am the most perfect person who does everything great. Or I have to admit that I suck, and everyone who may say I suck out loud is correct about things. And Jed talked about a third option, which I'm hoping there is one, because those both sound pretty bad. Do we have a third option? We do. I mean, between this option of the the hype and the arrogance on one side, which is really as poisonous to me as anybody else, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm messing myself up with that. The other extreme would be that self-hatred, that low self-esteem, that they take onboarding all that negativity that people give me. But between these two is humility. And that's a, a place where we know what our strengths are and what our weaknesses are. Where we're not uh, having huge emotional responses to those things. Where we're able to be free from having really strong about, uh, emotions about our strengths and weaknesses. But recognizing... Here are my strengths. Here are my weaknesses. I need to uh, let those strengths move forward and and do stuff. And I need to work on my weaknesses so that they don't take out those strengths. But if we can get to that place of humility, we're in a much more free position. I think it's a really great point. And, Jed, I think it's worth digging a little deeper and expanding on what Glenn has given us on defining humility. Because it's one of those words that uh, if you hear it talked about in kind of the world at large, it's often used as a kind of a, a, a stick to beat anyone who seems to be having fun. Yeah, yeah. Be that someone who's happy about their test score or someone who just scored a touchdown. There's always some very sour-looking person saying they should just be humble Yeah, and act like they've been there before. Yeah. That's equating humility with not being happy, and that's not what we're saying at all, is it? It definitely is not. Uh, hum- Glenn is right in what he's saying. Humility means knowing who you are and accepting it. That's it. That's what humility actually is. If you're a really impressive football player who just scored a touchdown, you should accept that you are a really amazing football player who just scored a touchdown. You should also accept that as a human being, you have areas in life that are not a strength for you, um, that almost certainly need some focus and need some work, and that the fact that you're really good at one thing doesn't magically, A, doesn't magically make you good at, at everything, and definitely doesn't magically exempt you from needing to work on those other areas. The funny thing about humility is exactly as Glenn put it, a heavy sense of these are my strengths. These are my weaknesses. These are things that I can really um, be proud of and that I have, I'm impressive. And these are areas that need work is the funny thing is it gives us something to focus on other than the opinions of everybody else. It gives us a productive place to put our energy other than debating what other people may or may not think about us. And that leads to the question that we need to land on, which is um, what does humility do for us and what do we do with it? How, where do we go with all this? Great questions. We'll look out. We come back right here on the bridge loud.
Loud. We're back here on the Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. I am medium good and comfortable with it. We're approaching <laughs> something healthy, and it's been a journey you've all joined us on. Also joining us for the show, the man who puts news together, Jed Brewer. That was excellent humility, yeah. and I applaud it. Well, thank you. We are continuing to answer a question that came into the Bridge Loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, people tell me I'm too arrogant, but what else is there? And, Glenn, we were looking at humility in that last segment, as you so ably modeled for us on the yes. intro there. Um, and it is one of those things that's it's worth we defining it. It's, it's not about feeling bad about yourself. It's about knowing accurately your strengths and weaknesses. So let's move into putting it into practice because someone who's uh, – we started with the question of, you know, everybody else seems down on me. I feel like I need to puff myself up. We can understand what someone might think that would do for them. What does humility actually do for someone? Well, it allows us to see the truth, to see what's going on. You know, the, we work with uh, men and women coming out of addiction, uh, dealing with incarceration, those kinds of things, and we're trying to help them find a new spiritual life and a new a sense of themselves and moving forward, making changes. All this stuff is really, really hard, but you can't get there by lying to yourself. Yeah, you can't get there by saying I'm the greatest when you you're just not. You you you, you there are some things that you're good at. There's some things you aren't. You need to know what those things are, both to the positive and to the negative, and to live in the truth of that. Because when you're in the truth and you're you're able to accept it the way it is, then you're able to make these changes. Yeah. Then you're able to say, okay, I, you know, I, I struggle with this, but I can start whittling that down to get better little by little. And I think that's where we want to see everybody listening to this get to. That's a great point. And Jenny, it- Humility can seem like one of those things of it's this big, giant topic, and it might be up there with mindfulness and all sure. these things where it just seems like you should just do it. Yeah. Just humble it. Um, what could someone who's trying to work on that actually do tomorrow? It's a great question. Here, here's a place to start. Take a piece of paper and write down, uh, just the first things that come to mind, three things that you're pretty sure you're pretty good at. Uh, again, don't don't be shy. Don't be modest. Just the first three things that come to mind of, I'm pretty good at this. All right. Then write down the first three things that come to mind when you think of, this is maybe not an area of strength in my life. You know, So um, our first category could be, I'm pretty good at playing baseball. Um, I'm pretty good at driving. I'm pretty good at cooking. And then the second category could be, I can lose my temper sometimes. Um, if I haven't had enough sleep, I'm grouchy. And um, those are the only bad things about myself I can think of. Fine. We've got, we've got three and two. Now, here's what we're going to do. Take some time and think. Pick one of those strengths, those things you think you're pretty good at, and ask this. How can I use this to help somebody else? What's a way that I can use this strength to serve somebody else? So maybe I'm pretty good at baseball. Could you help to be a coach on a Little League team in your area? And if that's something that you can do, let's take a step towards doing that. All right, now let's look at those weaknesses, those things you're like, "Ah, maybe this isn't the greatest. Let's look at one of them and ask this. What's a small improvement that you can make in that area? You know, maybe I I struggle with my temper a little bit. Could you Google how to manage your temper and begin a journey of learning a little bit about anger management? If you're doing those two things, both, you know, capitalizing on your strengths and working on your weaknesses, you are living out humility and it's going to yield some great fruit in your life. Certainly is. And we'll be right back here on the bridge loud.
is Glenn from the Bridge Loud. Maybe you're listening right now and you're thinking, none of this good news applies to me because I've made mistakes and I've got a record. Well, you know what? No problem. We work every day with people who have been and sometimes still are behind bars. We know how to work with that and we ain't scared. Email us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com. That's thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We know you have struggles. We believe in you, and we want to help. We're back here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King. Once again, I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Let's do this. Also joined by the producer of the show, Jed Brewer. Oh, yeah. We're continuing to answer a question that came into The Bridge Loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, People tell me I'm too arrogant, but what else is there? Now, we talked a lot on the show about the importance of Humility is not the same as not being down on yourself. If you're making lists like Jed was referring to, and something's amazing, you want to point out that it's amazing. And we just, we refuse to be humble about the secret sauce. The secret sauce. So, so Glenn, as you mentioned, our day job is working with folks coming out of addiction, coming out of uh, gang backgrounds, and coming out of prison. And it can definitely be a group of people who are uh, really used to being down on themselves and would like to go the other way on that. So how do we help them find this balance of humility that we've been talking about? Well, I think the main thing is when, when you are at the bottom of life, you, you want something to get better. You want God's blessings in your life, to, to put it uh, bluntly. And the thing is, it's really hard to get a hold of God's blessings without this humility that we're talking about. And if you think about how that works on a practical level, almost everything that is a blessing that you can have in your life, you have to take steps in order to get to where that blessing is. You have to you know, get the schooling to get the place where you apply for the job and then you get the job and so on and so forth. But there's a journey that, that's taking place there. And that's a journey of humility. That's a journey of, of submitting to a process and saying, I need to continue to work this and continue to improve and grow and then I'll get to the place where not only will I have the blessing, but I'll be able to handle that blessing. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. You know, I'm and I'm really glad our question writer used the word arrogance. I think it's such a great word to talk about kind of the antithesis of what we're talking about here because there's confidence and there's pride and those things that are positive because they're reflective as, as we we're talking about. If you're good at something, it's okay to say you're good at something. Arrogance comes in when maybe you're overestimating how good you are at something, or maybe you're acting like you are good at something you kind of wish you were good at. You know, I don't own the Ferrari yet, but I have a jacket with a logo on it. And I'm just going to kind of pretend like that's the same thing. And really what humility has given me in my life, I think I can speak for the other people on the show, and I think certainly given the people we've seen that we work with who do very well with it, is a grounding into reality. That you are living in the actual world, making actual steps forward. It's the difference kind of, to put it very bluntly, the difference between uh, putting all your mental energy into a lie and putting all your mental energy into the truth. And Jesus, in the Bible, is very clear. He says, the truth is what's going to set you free. And this idea of, we, again, we can understand the idea of, I need to be my own biggest fan and puff myself up, and I'll eventually live up to that. That's just not really the way it works. You end up feeling worse about yourself because you're not living into this puffed-up idea. You can be honest about these things, make a list like Jed is saying, and actually make improvement on those other things. You're going to get to a much fuller, happier life, which is what we want for you. We'll see you next week right here on The Bridge Loud. 
All right, that's our show. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you back here next week on The Bridge Loud. And let us know, are you ready to join the Bridge Loud tribe? We know you've got talents. Maybe you can scream or play the guitar or make a super cool graphic. Love it. Reach out to us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com and tell us what you do. We want your talents and gifts as a part of the Bridge Loud, so don't be shy. Let us know, thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We love you, God loves you, and there's nothing you can do about it.